Welcome in lacrosse fans to the first episode of the 2023 season Utah lacrosse podcast. My name is Tim Haslam. I'm your host today. I'm joined today by head coach Drew McMahon. Coach, welcome to the show. How are you? Good, good, Tim. Thanks for having me on. Always, uh, always exciting to get back on the mic and talk through the podcast format. Definitely one of my favorites. We've got an excellent season coming up. Just wanted to get your, your thoughts on on the season as a whole and, and kind of work through these games. Obviously, you know, this week we start at Denver. Should be another great matchup. What are your thoughts heading into the weekend? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're excited to get things started, as you can imagine. And, you know, for us, I mean, in year two here as a staff, just really excited to kind of focus back on, you know, the details of the things on the field that we're used to focusing on. And for game one with Denver, I mean, obviously excited just to open up the season with them for the third year in a row here. And after a couple of close contests the last two years, really looking forward to another battle opening up this Saturday. Should be a good one. You know, last chance to take on Coach Tierney as he announced before this season that he's retiring after a lot of years on the sidelines. That'll be definitely be different in the coming years for Denver, but super excited about that one. After that, you know, the Utes are at home for, for two great home games, starting off with Marquette at Rice Eccles Stadium and then Vermont down at Zions Bank Stadium in, in Harriman. Talk about those two games and, and those two opponents coming in. Yeah, so Vermont, we uh, we had to travel to last year, and they'll be returning that game. So, and same with Marquette, and the opening weekend at Rice Eccles, as you said, will be against Marquette. And you know, had a close battle with those guys last year, and and expecting to go at it toe to toe with them again this year. And you know, for the Vermont game, gone out to Zion's Bank in Harriman, as you mentioned, and that being you know part of which due to the NBA All Star Weekend, as you know, that's that's kind of flooding the city here. So moving things south a little bit and heading heading to Harriman, and and really looking forward to playing at the facility there. And the PLL, as you know, has had a history of playing some games there, and that was where they did their their bubble during the COVID season. So well versed with with high level lacrosse games, and we're excited to get out there and just play in front of a little bit of a different crowd than we have here on the home campus. Absolutely. You know, looking forward to to both of those games, bringing in the quality opponents. After those two, it's it's two back-to-back road games. We go at Johns Hopkins, obviously a, a legendary facility in Homewood, and then at Rutgers. What goes into, you know, dealing with those opponents and and heading to those to those spots? Yeah, I mean, certainly excited to get those two opponents on the on the schedule. And as you mentioned with Hopkins, I mean, you know, extremely, you know, historical facility and in addition to them with their program and, you know, really excited to take them on for the first time as a program and, you know, following up with Rutgers will we'll play as well. And, you know, another first time for us. So, you know, two new opponents that have obviously had quite a history of success that we're looking forward to going out and battling with. And then we get right to, after a bye week, we get right into ASUN conference play, starting off with Bellarmine at home. That one will be at 7 p.m. Coach, we've talked a lot about these night games. I love the night game. Hopefully the fans will show up for that one for, you know, March 18th. Might still be a little chilly at night, but that's okay as as we welcome in Bellarmine. Talk about just kind of the ASUN as a whole and, and welcoming Bellarmine to that first contest. Yeah, I mean, really excited as the conference this year with having some changes. And, you know, we had the addition of, of Queens and Lindenwood, who have both moved, made the, the jump from D2 to D1. And then, you know, added Mercer and, and Jacksonville in as well. And, you know, for Bellarmine, obviously a team that we faced in the regular season last year. And then again in the, the semifinals, and, you know, excited to kick things off with the A-Suns schedule with, with them coming in. And, you know, when we first talked about those night games, I didn't really think that it was something that would come to fruition. But, you know, lo and behold, we ended up with three on the schedule. And, you know, obviously the, the night 
you know, atmosphere kind of brings a little bit of a different element. We're just really excited to get some games under the lights this year. Absolutely. And then another another interesting part of ASUN play this year is the addition of Wednesday games. And so after Bellarmine, on the road at Detroit Mercy, but then the next very next Wednesday at Air Force and then welcoming Jacksonville in on a Friday. And that'll be a, a night game at 6 p.m. Talk about the the intricacies or the the way that, you know, a, a Wednesday game will will play out. Yeah, obviously just dealing with the shorter turnaround and, you know, something that we always kind of, you know, prepare for with with the setup of the postseason and the conference playoffs there. So for us, we really take on those challenges of just being able to respond with shorter turnarounds. And, you know, those weekday games will prepare us ideally for when we get to the postseason and compete in a similar format. Absolutely. And and Detroit Mercy, you know, a familiar foe. Uh, obviously, Air Force, a nice little rivalry there. Every game's been settled by just a couple goals. You know, they're led by a Utah native. And so it's it's fun to go out and, and play those guys. And then obviously, Jacksonville, new to the conference as well, although we've played them in the past couple of years. So a nice little stretch of games there for Utah. After that, it's at Robert Morris, a homecoming of sorts coach. I know you won't treat it that way or talk about that much. You know, talk about going back to, to Robert Morris to, to play. That's on the April 8th. Yeah, I guess the the biggest difference will just be being on the other sideline. So, but yeah, I mean, as you know, we we really try to keep a similar approach to every single contest, and you know, focus on the things that stay consistent week week. So, you know, we'll we'll be you know a homecoming of sorts for me, but at the same time, obviously, just approaching it as we do every single other contest. That's right. Then after uh, Robert Morris, a, a slate of three three straight home games, starting with Lindenwood, the, another newcomer, not only to our conference, but to D1. That's on April 12th, a Wednesday. And then welcome in Mercer and Cleveland State. So a nice little three-game swing there for Utah. That that 20, April 22nd game is that other night game that we talked about. So I do expect the weather to be good on that one. My birthday is the next day, and it's always been great weather on my birthday. So I, I think we'll be good on that one. And then finishing the season at Queens, the other newcomer, what stands out to you in sort of that April slate of games? Yeah, I mean, having the the three home games in a row is a huge luxury and and one we're not necessarily accustomed to. So I think the guys will certainly appreciate just having an extended period of time where we're staying on the home front there and, you know, ending things out at Queens. That will be the last game of the regular season, of course, before the conference tournament. So looking forward to getting the home stretch in here with those three games in a row and then finishing out strong on the road we get into the postseason competition. Absolutely. And that postseason begins potentially on May 2nd, which is a Tuesday. The ASUN tournament this year is, is taking six teams. It's way too early to even discuss all the different scenarios that can, with that. But basically the quarterfinals on Tuesday, semifinals on Friday, and the championship game on Sunday. Obviously, Coach, we, we expect to be there on that Sunday and, and think we will. As you look at this season as a whole, you know, just with fall ball and different stuff like that, what are some of the the things that get you excited for this upcoming season? Yeah, I mean, just again, with returning in year two and and of course with year one being one where we're learning the ropes of a lot of different things and not to say that we couldn't put our full effort into the the stuff that we're used to as coaches, but, you know, just had to, had to figure out some ins and outs and focus on, you know, a lot of the culture building and, and other elements that come along with, with year one. And, you know, really just excited now with such a huge core of returners and, you know, having upperclassmen that fully understand now the expectations and the standards of our staff and as a program. And, you know, really, again, just now getting to the point where we're fine tuning little details on the field, which is where we want to be at. And, 
you know, just really excited and confident with where we're at within our systems and, and again, the culture on and off the field. So, you know, just obviously big expectations coming into year two with the talent that we have returning and, you know, time will tell what we can do with it, but certainly feel confident that we can go out there and have a pretty special season this year. Absolutely. You know, guys like Sammy Kimber, Tyler Bradbury, Josh Rose, the, as your captains, talk about what goes into picking the captains and, and kind of what you've seen from those three. Yeah, Sammy and, and TB both returned from from last year, so those guys have had the uh, the experience and, and more of the veteran component of, of returning as captains this year. Sammy, of course, being in his fifth year, so you know brings that that old wise perspective, I guess. And um, him him and TB, I mean, they were just such outstanding leaders last year, along with Ryland Lemons. And you know, we came in this year, and because of their their leadership being so strong, we we didn't feel the need to necessarily add somebody else to the mix there, but you know, and we spoke as a team and, and, you know, went through our voting process. It was just, it was, it was very unanimous that, that the team felt that Josh Rose should also be added to that captain group. And, you know, he's, he's picked up with those guys and, you know, hasn't, hasn't lost a step since they've stepped into the leadership role this year. And, you know, three of the stronger leaders I've ever been around in my history and the way that they just handle things from a mature perspective and, and open communication and, you know, really being willing to tell us what, what they feel are the most important elements to address on a week to week basis and, you know, continuing to make sure that they challenge conversations and also push across the communication to the rest of the squad when we need to. So um, three just outstanding leaders that it would be hard to pick better guys to, to lead us with the charge this year. Absolutely. You know, it feels like I was joking with you the other day. It feels like Sammy's been here since forever, which is a good thing because he's a great guy to have around campus and and on the team leading the guys. Anything else you want to add to this, Coach, before we close? No, just, again, really excited about the season ahead and and certainly looking forward to, to the local support. I mean, you know, again, in, in year one last year, just seeing the the turnout from the community and, and the support from, you know, everyone in the area has just been, you know, an extremely positive attribute of our program and, you know, something that was established, of course, before I got here, so... You know, again, I think we're going to have some exciting contests this year and having seven home games, we have more opportunities than ever before for people to come out and see us play. So just, you know, again, anticipating a very successful season and, and really hope that we can get the local support at the level that we did last year. Absolutely. You know, and that's a great point. Season tickets are on sale at utahutes.com if you go and want to make that purchase. Single game tickets will go on sale shortly from what I've been told. And then be sure that you're following the team on social media. We've got really exciting things happening there. We'll do some player profiles and spotlights as the season goes on. And obviously we appreciate everyone tuning in to the, the Utah Lacrosse podcast. Thanks again, coach, for your time and go Utes. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Tim. Go Utes.